Hey everybody, welcome to a new segment here on Stuff You Don't Need to Know called AP Comics, where we'll be talking everything that's going on in the world of comics, DC, Marvel, Independence, what have you. Uh, this is Jay, and I am once again joined by my co-host Diana. Say hello. Hello. Alrighty, so... This is mainly going to really be Diana's segment uh, because she knows a lot more about the current state of comics than I do. Uh, I could throw in some stuff there that I know from back in the day. But, uh, you know, since this is our first segment here, let's just uh, do a little bit of introduction. So, Diana, just tell everybody out there uh, what got you into comics and what was the first uh, comic or comic collection that you read? Well, what got me into comics first was... Uh well, there was this uh, cartoon by Harry Partridge. It was called The Saturday Morning Watchman. It was like a Saturday morning cartoon intro for The Watchman. And I was like, oh, that seems cool. Let me read The Watchman. Because I knew like The Watchmen were like gritty and then like it wasn't a Saturday morning cartoon. So I was like, oh, okay, let me read it. And then I read Watchmen and I really, really loved it. And I was like, hmm, what else can I read then? Uh, you actually got me Kingdom Come. And then from there I read Dark Knight Returns. And after Dark Knight Returns... I heard that Dr. Manhattan was making an appearance in DC Rebirth, so I was like, now I have to read that, and then that's sort of where it started. Well, I mean, that's, um, you know, Watchmen and uh, Kingdom Come. I mean, that's two great writers right there. Uh, Mark Wade, I think, did Kingdom Come, and uh, who did Watchmen? Alan Moore did Watchmen. He, uh... I don't know. I, th I, I think he's the best. Like, that's probably, like, oversaid, but... I'll stick with it. He's the he's the best, best writer out there, or be, yeah, best writer ever. Like best comic book writer. Yeah, I haven't read Jerusalem, so I don't know how he does like novels. Okay, all right, that's fair enough. Um, so when you're looking at a comic, uh, what attracts you more to the comic? Is it uh the art? Is it the story? What what are you really looking for when you're picking up a comic? As long as it's uh, not Marvel, but no, I'm kidding. Uh, I read some Marvel stuff, but really, it's it's more of the story. But the art has something neat. You need to uh, the art also needs to match because there's this one series, Mother Panic. When it started, the story was great and the art really matched. But then they switched artists for a little bit, and then it wasn't as good. And now they went back to the traditional style, and it's perfect again so I, I mostly like the story but the, I, I also want to see some good art okay fair enough yeah I mean I don't know for me if it's got to at least kind of look good at the cover to at least get my interest uh, so you know I know you, you, you kind of joke that you don't really but I know you do read a little bit of Marvel uh, I know you mostly read DC so what DC title would you like to talk about this week? Or what DC character would you like to talk about this week? Because I know a lot of them get involved in a lot of different things. So who would you like to talk about this week? Uh, probably Superman. We'll be getting both into Superman, just Superman, and Action Comics. So I'll probably talk more about Superman than Action Comics because that's the one I like more. But, you know, we'll have some aspects of Action Comics thrown in there. Alrighty, well, I think that's a great place then to, to kick it off. So, when you started reading Superman, uh, where did you start, and what did you sort of think? Because, I mean, Superman's a really iconic character. He's probably the most well-known superhero in the world. I mean, I think you can go any corner of the world, show him a picture of Superman, and, and just about everybody will know who he is. So, when you first picked up Superman, 
where was he in his story cycle? Well, uh, I, I picked it up with uh, DC uh, when they started DC Universe Rebirth. So the new 52 Superman had just died. And the death of Superman, Superman was... He, he crossed over into the new 52 Universe. So kind of like I remember the first issue started, it was Superman and Lana Lang because Lana found out that... Well, well Lana was told by uh, the old Clark that... He wanted his ashes buried in Smallville. And uh, Death of Superman, Superman was kind of like paying his respects to the old Superman. So he kind of helped Lana move the ashes back. And then he realized that this Earth does need a Superman. So he stopped wearing his black ass and started wearing like the blue and red again. So he kind of took over. He became what really... So he's... You're saying now he's the current Superman that we're re- that we're reading in the current run of DC Comics. Yeah, but then it gets more complicated because there was a story arc called Superman Reborn. It was a four-part crossover between Superman Action Comics. I don't remember if Tomasi Gleason and Jurgens all wrote it together, if it was just Jurgens or just Tomasi and Gleason, but it was a four-part crossover, and it was because when... So after uh, uh, Death of Superman, Superman first showed up, he was fighting Doomsday, and then as he's fighting, Clark Kent is on the scene reporting, and then everybody's confused because everybody realized that Clark Kent was Superman, so how could Superman and Clark Kent be in the same place at the same time? But then in Superman Reborn, you realize that Clark Kent was actually Mr. Mitspitlick. Well, I know it's Mixius Pitalik, but I watched Holy Musical Batman, so he will be called Mr. Mitspitlick. And he turned himself into Clark Kent to hide from this entity called Mr. Oz. But then he kind of like got a little too deep in his role and actually believed he was Clark Kent. So then in that one, he turns back into Mr. Mitspitlick. And then he wants to get revenge on Superman because Superman never rescued him from Mr. Oz. So then he kidnaps Superman's son and he kind of like holds him. Holds him captive, and then Superman and Lois Lane have to go through this whole, like, challenge gauntlet. And then finally at the top, Superman confronts Mr. Mitspitlick, and then somehow Mr. Mitspitlick changes it so that death of Superman, Superman was always Superman, and there was no such thing as New 52 Superman. Okay, wow. So I hope everybody can kind of follow that, because that that's uh, that's a pretty involved story. It actually sounds like a really, really good story. Now, you did mention in there that uh, at one point Superman's son was kidnapped, and I know that he and Batman's son have a separate comic, and I- I'm sure you'll talk about that in the future. But just really quick, real briefly here, just tell us real quick, who is Superman's son, uh, who's... Obviously, Superman's the father, who's the mother, and just just real quick background on that. Well, Superman's son is Jonathan Kent. He named him after Paul Kent, which I think is really cute. And uh, he has uh, the child with Lois Lane because they're married. And um, I don't know. I just really like uh, Superboy. He's when, when you first start out, like he can't really... Like, he doesn't really have any of his powers. Like, he's strong and invulnerable, but that's really it. Like, he can't fly, he can't do freeze breath, he can't do laser vision. So it's kind of like he's starting out from the basics, and he kind of has to learn along. He has to learn his powers just like how Superman did when he was younger. But, of course, instead of learning it entirely with a human, he kind of has a guide with him who already knows. And they actually had an issue 
like that. It was after, I believe it was after the Manchester Black run where Clark Kent, uh, well, where Superman and Superboy, they're out, they're fighting crime. And then Superman was kind of saying, like, no, this, this is how Pa Kent taught me how to be a superhero. And you need to learn it that way. But then John is kind of saying, like, but I see you being Superman. So shouldn't I kind of take from your example? And they kind of go back and forth how Superman is saying, like, no, you need to learn to be human first and Superman second. I mean, Superboy second. But then kind of at the end, Superman realizes that he can't be exactly like his father. And he needs to kind of let John discover his own identity the way he feels and have, like, a good heartfelt talk. And at the end, Superman says that, like, no matter how John wants to learn to use his powers, he'll always be there for him to help him out. And I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it sounds like <clears throat> the writing in Superman is is pretty involved. You know, it's not just Superman going up against big, powerful enemies like we used to have way back when, uh, you know, facing off against uh Doomsday and Darkseid and things like that. I mean, there's family drama, there's raising a child, the responsibilities that come along with that. So uh, from what you were kind of mentioning, it sounds like there's a couple of people that have tackled uh writing superman so in the you know the current run of superman you know that you've read and you've read a few writers who would you say writes superman the best right now oh definitely tomasi and gleason they have they're able to balance action the drama with lois and john and then they're able to like they had they had a whole issue where they were just going to the county fair, and I thought that was one of the best Superman issues, and there was one where they went on vacation, and it's not like while they were on vacation, uh, parademons showed up and started attacking Metropolis. It was just, they were on vacation, they went to Gettysburg, they went all over the country, and then those, I think, were the, some of the best Superman issues, because it kind of went back to his core beliefs of, like, truth, justice, and the American way, and I think that was really good. Yeah, so, I mean... You know, so for people that are kind of like in my age bracket that read comics back in the, you know, I mean, I started late in the 70s, the 80s and into like the big heyday right before the bubble burst in the 90s. We didn't really get a lot of stories like that. So it's really good to see that they're really writing it like that. So kind of the flip side of that question is, is what artist do you think really handles Superman very well? If if there if there is one. Um. I don't know. I think, again, I don't really know a lot of the artist names because I focus more on the writers. But I think the ones who have been doing action comics and just Superman, they've been doing a really good job. And I think a lot of it actually comes down to the coloration because I think Hi-Fi, he's doing the colors. And he gets like the nice blue. He gets the he, he gets he gets big blue, very bright. And um, uh, I don't know. It's just the expressions on their face. It's like... It's not it's not like how they're drawing Batman where it's like super realistic, but it's not like how they're drawing um not like how they're drawing Blue Beetle where you can tell it's like, oh yeah, this is a comic book. It's like somewhere in the middle, and then I think that's where it go where that's where it fits best. Okay, fair enough. Um overall though, you know, because you've you've seen a lot of different artists, you know, just in general. And even if they don't really write a Superman, they might have done maybe like a, a one shot of Superman or something. Artistically, what do you think is the best version of Superman that you saw? Like whose whose version of Superman, just just artistically, do you think for you 
really symbolizes Superman. Um, I think artistically, it would have to be... It's not from the DC Rebirth. It's actually um, separate. It's its own self-contained story. It's called Superman American Alien. And there, it was, uh, I believe, it was six issues, and there were six different artists. And all of them, besides Jim Lee, because I do not like Jim Lee, were really good. And I think those artistically, because they kind of had the balance between... Because that was before Superman wore the blue and the cape, so... There's actually one where he's just in a blue shirt and he painted an S on in white and he had these like old aviators goggles and I think that really that look really captured Superman because Superman is really just a kid from Kansas who decided to do something good and I think that really captured it. Yeah, actually, I mean, you know, that does kind of sound like something like a kid would do, you know, throw a T-shirt on draw the symbol, you know, probably find maybe Pa Kent's old aviator glasses or uh, who knows, maybe Pa Kent was in that version was a crop duster or something. He had some aviator. Yeah, I mean, that totally sounds like what a kid would do. Um, so Superman, obviously, you know, he he's in the comic Superman. He's in action comics, but he's getting involved, I'm sure, with other titles and things like that. Um, overall, right now in the DCU and the DC universe, the comic universe, forget the movies and all that. Um, you know, in my day, Superman, he was the big hero. He was the number one guy. He headed the justice league. Everybody sort of defaulted to Superman. Do you feel in this current DC run all across DC? Do you feel that that is how Superman is viewed? Is he still the number one guy or you know, has his role sort of changed in the DC universe? Um, well, I can say it's, it's different before and after he became part of the main DC universe. Like before Superman reborn, since he was from a different dimension, he wasn't really the leader. He was like, people knew he wasn't their Superman. So they kind of saw him more as like this father figure where they could go and they'd ask him for help. They'll be like, Oh, Superman, did you ever encounter this villain or if like the justice league was having trouble together they'd be like superman what did your justice league do like how can we handle that together but then kind of after that he was well it's it's hard to say because around the time he kind of got melded in with this universe it became the 80th anniversary of superman so they kind of kept that going where he kind of is like the big father figure and everybody loves him so yeah, I guess that's really how he's being shown. And then, like, they're, they're, it's like, from what I read of Justice League, because I'm not a big fan of the Justice League. It's 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 nothing against the writers of Justice League, well, except Brian Hitch. But uh, I just can't get into it. It's, from what I've seen, like, Batman is the leader, and Superman's kind of there to offer his guidance and wisdom and his help when needed. Okay, fair enough. All right, um... I think we're almost ready to kind of wrap it up here a bit. So before we go, uh, obviously, you know, in the future, you're going to be talking about a lot of different comics, uh, stuff that you read. Um, people out there might know a lot of them. And I have a feeling because I know you also read a lot of independence. You also read uh, a few titles from uh, DC's brand is Young Animals. Young it's Animal. Yeah. yeah, Young Animal, it's called. And I'm sure you'll introduce uh, a lot of us, excuse me, to some of those titles. But for you right now, I know you read a lot of different titles. I know you read a lot of different heroes. Uh, you don't really have to give me a new numeric value, but um, for you, is Superman, is he like in your top three heroes, your top ten heroes? Like, where, where would you kind of rank Superman for you? Like, like 
I think Superman is my favorite hero, and I know that's like it's it's cheesy because you know he's like he's he's a big boy scout, but then I don't know there's there's just something special about him. Like when people see like Superman up in the sky, it's like they know. Well, he's not real, but whenever people see him in the comics up in the sky, they know that they know that they're safe and they know that there's hope. And that's kind of what I really like about Superman is that like even though like people know like oh I can't fly around and shoot lasers is like they're seeing they see like one man stand up to everything and they kind of say like hey if if Superman is out there doing good for the world why can't I and kind of like there was one more recent issue is is he said because uh, Alexander County where Superman was living for a while. In the comics, they're dedicating a Superman statue. And of course, Clark, he's very modest. He doesn't like when people give him statues or like keys to the city. But then there, he kind of realized why people love Superman. It's kind of that, like, even though he knows that people can solve their own problems, he said, It's good to know that you have a friend out there who's watching over you and will always be there for you. So people know that, like, no matter how hard things get, you know, Superman might come in and save the day, and yeah, that's a pretty good sentiment, and that's I'm sure a lot of people right now really wish there really was a Superman out there. So I think that's a really good place to wrap it up. So I'd like to thank uh, I'd like to thank everybody out there for joining us. I'd like to thank Diana for uh, spending time to talk about one of her big passions, comics. So Diana, uh, any any parting words? Any uh, anything you think you'll be talking about in the not too distant future here on AP Comics? Um, probably uh, Super Sons because that's coming to an end. Yes, like probably the ones that are coming to end, like Super Sons and New Superman. Definitely, that'll be coming up. Cool. Alrighty. Well. Thanks for joining us here on AP Comics, uh, here on Stuff You Don't Need to Know. Don't forget, you could always find us here on Anchor, and we have that call-in feature. So if any of you out there are comic fans uh, and you have questions for Diana or me, probably more for Diana because she can answer them better than I can, uh, you know, we have that call-in feature. So call in and uh, leave us a message. Uh, you could also find this stuff you don't need to know you can find it on um itunes pocket cast overcast rate and review us so this is jay and diana and we are signing off <laughs>